I want you this morning to turn to the book of Acts. I preached last week. I should ask you what did I preach? Amen. To see how many people can tell me. Amen. Say it again. A second touch. Amen. So somebody was paying attention. What were you going to say? Amen. The second touch. We dealt with a mark when he was a mark of Luke. See if you paid attention. Talk to me. And now we're going into the service. Amen. I'll test you at the end of the service. It was act, it was Mark. So you know it was Mark. Eighth chapter of the book of Mark. Now we're going to, this morning we're going to Acts, the fifth chapter. But I'm going to piggyback on what we started last week is why I wanted to remind you of, that it was Mark, the eighth chapter. This week we're dealing with Acts, the fifth chapter. Probably going to read the first 11 verses. Lord has to say to us this morning. When you have it, come to your feet. We pay honor to the word of God. And then I'll read and then we'll tell you what the Lord has said to us this morning. This is a text that most of us are familiar with, I'm sure. And the text reads from the fifth chapter of the book of Acts, verse 1. But a certain man named Ananias, with Sapphire, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price. His wife also being privy to it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Peter said, Ananias, why have Satan filled thy heart to lie? To the Holy Ghost and keep and to keep back part of the price of the land while it remaineth was it not thine and after it was sold was it not in thy own power why hast thou conceived this thing in thy heart thou hast not lied unto men but unto God, there's a danger in lying to God. Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all the men, or all of them, that heard these things. And the young men rose, they wounded him up, and carried him out, and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered unto her, tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. And she said, yeah, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, how is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the young 
to tempt the spirit of the Lord. Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway to her feet and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in and found her dead and carried her forth, buried her by her husband. And great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things. Amen. You can take your seat this morning. Gracious God, our Father, we do now decrease that you may increase. Preach to these thy people in Jesus' name. Amen. That is a text that we're familiar with. But I don't know if we're familiar with all the other circumstances that surround the text. To get the full picture, you really got to go back to the fourth chapter. And you got to know that John and Peter were gone forth now preaching as, as Jesus had given them command. And he told them, you shall heal and deliver and do great works in my name, whatsoever I have taught you. And so they were preaching and teaching to the multitude. They had just healed the lame man. And the multitude began to look on them. And then they said, they, they did a prayer. And the prayer was so powerful that the place shook where they were. And they realized that they were men of God. And the Bible goes on to tell us that multitude, about 5,000, got saved. And so now he told them to go and sell all of your possessions that we may put everything together and take care of those that have needs. Sell your possessions, sell your land, and bring all of it back that we can take care and meet the need of the people. That was the command. And I got to give you a theme. I just want to ask you a question. Are you all in? Are you all in? See, when you're talking about doing work for God and for Jesus, whatever form that you choose to use, the three make one, you have to be all in for God. God is not looking for no part-time Christians. Huh? He's not looking for you to serve him when it's convenient to you. God needs your service all the time. I serve God even when I'm in my house because I'm a servant. The best I can ever be is a servant for God. And so, as the story goes, Ananias and Sapphire sold their land, and they think they're going to outsmart God. I'm going to hold back a bit. I told you earlier, God knows everything. He knows every strand that's on your little tiny head. He knows your thoughts are far off. He knows what you're going to do before you even do it. And he makes an avenue of escape for you. But do you hear him? Do you hear God? And so as you begin to look at the story, I'm going to tell you what happened. We, we work down at the stadium. We work other places. And, and you got to look out for counterfeits. And you, if you were in retail, they give you, they give you all kind of training how to spot a counterfeit bill, right? Tell you, feel it. Take the counterfeit pen and mark it. If the bill, if it stays gold, you got real money. If it turned black, you don't have real money. Not only that, but they tell you, hold it up to the light. You should see a hologram of the president moving around. See, but if you wasn't taught and you wasn't training, you wouldn't know what to look for. 
And so this morning I come to tell you there's a lot of counterfeit Christians in the church. You can clap. It's all right. Huh? That's the truth. There's a lot of folk that say they know God in the church and don't really know God. How do you know that? They, 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 they dress all up in their robes and they're in the pulpit. Huh? Not only are they in the pulpit, but they're on the deacon robe. Huh? Not only are they on the deacon robe, but they sing on the choir. Huh? They usher our people down the aisle. They're on the missionary board. Huh? If you're not careful, the church has been infiltrated by pretenders. And you think that you know them, because it's not our place to judge anyone, but they act like they're Christians. They come in strolling. Chuss all out. Huh? Gonna tell you how to run the church and don't even know God. But you can't tell who they are. Because you can't see them. Because they look dignified. They look all propped up and prepped up to do God's work. It's not until you hold them up to the light. I don't pick them up and hold them to that light, but I hold them to the light of Jesus Christ. Can they measure up to what God commands us? So you got to, they get judged by the light. Let your light shine that men may see God. And because I'm a counterfeit, when I'm tested by the word, my light won't shine. Glory. Come on, you can praise God. When I'm a counterfeit, my light can't shine. Huh? I look good by day. And I creep by night. I shout myself. Woo! Huh? I look good when I'm around other saints. I say all the right things. But the minute I get by myself, I'm cussing somebody out. See, I'm counterfeit. I'm counterfeit. Why am I counterfeit? Because I haven't given God my all. See, it's God that has to clean you up. He got to purge you on the outside. Wash me on it. Clean me up, Lord. You can't clean yourself up. I tell you all the time, outside of Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost, you cannot stop from sinning. If we can get that in our spirit, we'll know that we need God. More importantly, I need a relationship with Jesus Christ. But there's too many counterfeits in the church. Huh? Too many counterfeits. We look like Christians. We even sound like Christians. But when the real test comes, you find out who really belongs to God. Huh? Who really belongs? So who is really sold out? Who is really in? See, when you can be persecuted, hey, glory, for his name's sake. Huh? When folk can lie on you because of what you do for God, then you find out that I'm really, really anchored. I'm anchored. He belongs to me because I don't worry about what you say. I know my life is in God's hand. 
Say what you will. Treat me how you will. God will provide. He will provide. He will provide. You don't really find out who you really are in this work until you start going through something. Hmm? Oh, I got to do my thing, babe. I need to sit down for a minute. It's all right. Just bear with me for a minute. See, you don't really find out who you are until you start going through some difficulties. And I, I want you to know you haven't really been hurt until you get hurt by the church. Huh? You, not even that stuff you go through when you're a spouse. Because you expect some difficult moments with your husband and with your wives. But you are not really hurt until you've been experienced hurt in the church because it make you lose your mind. Because they ought to know better. The church shouldn't act like that. They shouldn't act like that. How do they proclaim God and they kill me like that? Woo! So you ain't been through nothing until the church hurt you. Uh, and then you got to turn to God. Because if you lean on your own understanding. Huh? If I lean on my own understanding, ain't no telling what I would do, but I got to turn to God. And I don't pray for them. Fix me, Jesus. Fix me, God, just like you said you would. Fix me, Jesus. Fix me. Fix me. Fix me, mother. Uh, fix me, God. And then when I get up, woo, I got some power because God delivered me. When I get up, I can run on and see what the end's going to be. When I get up, woo, when I get up, I ain't the same. I'm not the same when I get up, honey, but I come out with power. I come out with power. And I come out leaning and depending on God. That's why it doesn't matter how you treat me. Because I'm all in. Doesn't matter what you do to me. I'm all in with God. I'm all in. I'm sold out for my master to do his will, to live for him. You got to be sold out. Don't let the church send you to hell. Y'all didn't hear that. Don't let the folk in church send you to hell. It will. Because we're on hidden agendas. Hmm? I, don't come here if you don't want the truth. This is what's, that's what's going to make you free. Huh? I'm not, I, I can't, it's not about money. Huh? It's not about fame and glory. I just got to preach and teach God's word. A lot of folk have gotten hurt by the church and they are gone because nobody 
Mm. Love them enough to reach them and bring them back in the house. It wasn't God who ran them out. It was messed up folk. I told you some folk act like they're Christian that don't know God. That's what caused them to go. Some of them counterfeit. Huh? He said, let the wheat and the tag grow together. So it's got to be some counterfeit in the church. You got to know that, but you got to be anchored in the word of God. If I'm anchored in his word and I'm trusting him and I'm praying for them folk, Huh? I'm praying for them that they really get to know him and that they go all in. I'm almost done. Wait, wait. I got a couple minutes. Look at this. Let me show you something. I'm going to give it to you another way that you understand it. We ain't always been sanctified all our life. Right? And I'm sure some of you have played a Round a poker too, and I'm not saying that you played it for money. That's not what I'm saying. But even in your time of just messing around, you didn't play some poker, and you may be using counterfeit chips or, or, or pequino chips or, or whatever you're using. And then some of you play for real. Uh, they got you on the camera down there live when you walked in. That's okay, huh? Because God needs you to come just as you are, and then He'll work it out. But let me tell you what happens. If you ever played a hand of poker and you begin to bet and two cards turn over. And when you think that you got the hand of all hands, you take everything that you have, I'm all in. Huh? And then when, we do, when we think we got the right hand, we take everything we got, I'm all in. But I come to tell you, you got the best hand. His name is Jesus. Huh? His name is Jesus Christ. So you ought to take everything that you got and you ought to. Glory. Take everything that you got and you need to go all in. You got the master's hand. He's protecting you. He is the one that's keeping us. Huh? Boy, if I really give you my testimony, I'm going to give you my testimony one Sunday. I don't know how God is sustaining things in my life, but he is. Woo! He is. The numbers don't add up, honey. But God keeps sustaining us. Because one day we went all in. Huh? We stopped playing church one day. We stopped having church one day. And we decided to become the church of God. We went all in. Huh? Come a time you got to stop playing with God. Huh? I played long enough. I dibbled and dabbled long enough. I straddled the fence long enough. That one day God really got a hold of me. And I took my hand, and I went all in. And I come to tell you, mother, he ain't failed me yet. 
He has not failed me, mother. He ain't failed you, mother. The doctors gave up on you. Huh? Look at you. You still here. Huh? They gave up on if she tell, if she ever really tell you her testimony. Huh? You was in the same boat. Huh? They gave up. But because you went all in on God one day, because you gave God all that you have, you gave him your life, you gave him your time and your service. That's why you got to go all in. Because when trouble comes, when trouble comes, he intercede on your behalf. The drug should have killed you if you tell the truth. See, we're about telling, the drug should have utterly destroyed your life. But God still had his hand on you, waiting for you to go all in. Huh? Are you ready to go all in? If you haven't gone all in, the time is now. You got to go all in. Give them all you got. Huh? You serve them when you don't feel like it. Serve them when you're sick. Serve them when you're well. Huh? Serve them when you got a pocket full of money when you're broke. Serve them with the same kind of enthusiasm. For God I live. For God I will die. I will let nothing. I let nothing. Nothing is going to separate me. Not heights, nor death. Nothing. I love you, dear. With all I got, but I can't let that separate me from God. Huh? He comes first. And then you come after God, honey. But that's a good place to be. After God, because if I seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, said everything else will be added unto me. God bless you this morning. Come on, let's give God a...